The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And, folks, I realize you've been waiting a week for this and probably just can't stand it any longer. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and now it's time for the one, the only, Mark the Shark, the attorney from New York. And he's going to give us... He's a poet and don't know it, and hes I'm sure we're going to have some poetic times with Mark the Shark. And he never called me this morning. He was going to get to expand into two hours. Now he's just expanded into 300 pounds. But anyway, with that being said, here he is, the one, the only, Mark the Shark. We are at a precipice, Your Honor. Your Honor, Legendary Dave, we are at that precipice of the American 12 noon. 12 noon, here we are. And guess what it is? It's July 4th. Hmm. We're going to talk about that in a little while. But of course, as you know, we love to start that show with the first, the only, the rhyme time. I watched Joe Biden give a speech in Madrid. It just reinforces how much America is in so much pain. (laughs) Actually, it should go. I watched Joe Biden give a speech in Madrid, Spain. It just reinforces how much America is in so much pain. He can continue to blame everything on President Putin, but he is the president of the United States. We think, darn tootin'. If you take away his notes, he's an empty page. He doesn't understand the American rage. He's going to Saudi Arabia with hat in hand. He's trying to get more oil production from that promised land. What happened to the fact that they were a pariah? He's forgotten what he said, what he has said prior. He mumbled, he fumbled, he dropped the ball. He's hurting America. He's hurting us all. He mumbles, he stumbles, he can't get a sentence out. It makes us so frustrated as Americans, we really want to scream and shout. The word side salad from him and Kamala, it just makes me go crazy. One would think it would be absolutely impossible for him to be this lazy. I watched a couple of weeks ago, he couldn't even ride a bike. And then when he gets up in front of the world, it's a joke. He's a joke in front of the mic. He says he's going to stick with Ukraine till the end. That Americans will, our support will not bend. Even in Spain, they took the teleprompter there too. He can't even have a conversation, a normal conversation like me and you. He had a list again of what reporters he would call on and the questions he had in front of him, and he still was stumbling like a moron. On the war in Ukraine, he stated we were in, but the way he's giving them aid, they certainly can't win. As he continues to mumble and stumble around, Putin is continuing to blow Ukraine up, blow them up, and knock all their buildings down. Joe Biden, he conflates the issue of privacy on the Dobbs case. Yet the Democrats, when they had all the power on their Obama trip, they never codified Roe v. Wade. So now I laugh in their face. They never wanted to solve an issue 
They want to leave it alone. They want to use it for the election. They only want to give the dog a bone. But they can tell you they're working on it, and they need to stay in power. This is how they do it, right before the election in the 11th hour. But the real question is, can you believe a thing he says? He's so two-faced, he actually thinks he's the prez. When I see him, it reminds me what a poor vote can cost. For if he gets his way, America surely will be lost. When he's done apologizing for all the great things we've done, back into his basement before the election, he says he will run. For abortion, he claims, is a right to privacy, as he continues to betray America from shining sea to shining sea. As he gave a press conference in Spain, he was reading his notes, and he was mumbling something about not insuring Russian boats. If I was Putin watching Biden on my TV, I would grab my popcorn and a beer, because this is certainly a big joke for him to see. He seems to be lost in a world not his own, as the American people pay higher prices for everything, and each week we get paid, we can hear the painful moan. I can't believe it. His handlers haven't changed the tune. It seems like if we are eating dinner, we need a fork, when all we have is this stupid spoon. Things just don't add up, and they really are not making sense. When you hear Kamala speaking, it reminds us all of how much we need Donald Trump and Mike Pence. So you may not have liked Trump, how blunt he was, and how direct and his approach. But at least his policies were first class. With Biden, we're not even in coach. Since Trump was in office, it seems like 10 years ago, when prices were incomprehensibly different, remember how very low? From $2 a gallon that we used to pay, now we have to take three chips to the bank to go to the gas pump, and then we pray. We hope that we're able to make it to next week and that the outrageous prices we're paying for gasoline, they are already at their peak. But yet each and every day when you fill up your car, do you think things are going downhill? It is quite bizarre. I used to think that Biden's policies were just accidents and not purposefully done. But now I see it's just stupid by design and with killing the prosperous America with his solar panels and some sun. In front of the world, he unfurls the flag of his stupidity, contemplating all these disasters and problems, not one thought of any fluidity. Biden is really clueless as to what comes out of his mouth. If it's not on the teleprompter, then things he says, they really go south. He attacks the American people, and now the Supreme Court too. His lack of understanding of America is making us all very blue. I want to think he was confused, and then the light bulb went on above his head. But I was wrong. It wasn't an idea. It was a signal that his brain was truly dead. Every time I think that something good will come out, I see nothing but problems he created, and I see people sitting and pout. For how is this president able, at each and every turn, to take this once great country and bring it down, and in his words, I can't even discern. The America, the shining star on the hill. Have you gotten the notice? We currently have a huge unpaid bill. I wish I could blame it on Joe Biden himself. But he's nothing but a figurine for this country on the edge of the shelf. We're at the precipice breaking apart. 
the distraction that I see. We better figure out, America, what America could be. The midterms are quickly approaching. It's a do-or-die election. But God save the country if we make the wrong selection. Continue down this path, there'll be nothing left to celebrate. And half of the country will continue to be very, very irate. America has its breaking point. It's closer than you know. It's Mr. and Mrs. America and our flag. It can't stand this. The window for our survival is very narrow. We're not changing for the better. It's gotten worse than before. And again, stop blaming everything that you screw up on Putin and the war. Joe Biden, try taking responsibility for something that you did. Even a five-year-old can recognize that the can he turned upside down has no lid. You can see, if you bother to look at the statistics that exist, you'd see everything that Biden is telling you is a lie. And you'd be really, really pissed. The mainstream media, they lap up all his lies. Are we standing by and watching as the American dream dies? For are you better off today than you were two years ago? If you think you are, then you're an elitist. And that we will all know. For America itself is in serious trouble now. The progressive wing has gone crazy. How did this happen? I ask you how. We let the progressive crazies enter our schools. And we didn't even know they were making all the rules. So it started when we weren't looking. And now it's out in the open. We see it everywhere. And now the crazies have spoken. It used to be we locked up the insane. Now we vote them into office. And we endure all the pain. Once again, let me stress that our border is wide open despite the lies. And the crime in the streets is out of control. That's no big surprise. If you take away the police and take away the jails, the criminals are free to do whatever the heck they want. They're free. And they have the wind in their sails. I don't know why we're all in shock from this outcome. It's pretty logical to me. Because criminals are smarter than the people we elect just for this country. What have we become? Just how stupid are we? For we put you in office? You got sold the bill of goods. And now we are all in trouble. And there's no more justice. We were told that Joe was the best in the land. And he was ready to take over the big top tent. Now it's very clear that Joe certainly wasn't heaven sent. Biden was brought in, we thought, to save the day. From sane policies, cheap gas, food that we could actually afford. That was Trump's way. Instead, we are reaping the benefits of what seeds we sowed. We were sold an empty box with a nice ribbon, and it was bowed. But if we thought we were getting experience and a true leader therein, yet America fell for it all, we fell for the full media spin. So the lynch mob for January 6th, it's an embarrassing production. The only thing it is missing is the claim Russian connection again, and then the seduction. They lied to us about what Joe was and what he could do for us all, and now we're suffering through his bad policies. How pitiful, how evil has festered. We now need to find an economist we can call. The Federal Reserve and Biden are clearly lost in space, but we are losing the inflation battle. Better call a professional before the inflation wins the race. We've blown America's oil production, and then the inflation nation slept through. That means the rest of us are now being lied to. Nothing they're saying is true. Fifty illegal invaders, they died in a truck this week from Joe Biden's policies. 
the great American open borders they did seek. This is blood on Joe's hands. It is that his policies don't work. When you fail to close the border and protect the homeland, your statement that it's closed makes you look like a jerk. Now he's calling to get rid of the filibuster, gives the minority in government the compromise power. Don't be a fool. Make this a dictatorship? That's what they wanted from the beginning. It's now the 11th hour. Conflate the issues. Make the Supreme Court look like it's going after everything. The general public will then their information from the lying media. No need to understand. The executive branch attacking the legislative branch. The founders are rolling in their graves. I wonder if in two years there will be anything left of America if sanity doesn't come in waves. Now pack the court. Make it as dumb as the rest of the government. The last vestige of hope in this country of nine sane people chosen by presidents. It's not by accident. Thank goodness NATO met and they revised their charter. Let's repaint the Titanic as it's sinking rather than work to save it, which is much harder. But the bottom line is that abortion is a tough issue. But let's not conflate any other ideas with it because then you're going to need a tissue. What Joe said regarding the Supreme Court going after all other subjects like gay and transgender was just complete crap. Just another non-truth he did render. Get rid of the filibuster, Biden did say. Then the party and the majority can do whatever they want. They can have it only their way. But the brilliance of our government is that you need to compromise. Otherwise, the party in charge has some major, major surprise. Whatever happened to loyalty, honor, and not speaking bad about America when you're out in the world? Joe keeps stepping all over the flag. It's an embarrassment. That's unfurled. Now look at the statistics. It's outrageous to see. 85% of America doesn't like the way America's headed. That's A to Z. It's clear the left and the progressive loons in this country want to attack our Supreme Court. It's a societal problem. If they don't get their way, the liberals demand they are able to abort. So as we bring our rhyme time to a close again this week, we'll move to the truth, something that the Biden administration is unable to speak. Thank you. Thank you very much. And don't step on my blue suede shoes. So, I think we're going to hit a commercial? Uh, no. Uh, okay. Well, I tell you what. It is time, so I guess we will hit a commercial right quick. And uh, come back to Mark the Shark right after this. Literally right after this. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Mark the Shark and A Bite of Reality. And also, I want to add, uh, Stacey Abrams came out again with her stance on defunding the police. We have seen what defunding the police will do and uh, how devastating it can be to... uh, Cities. Most of those cities, by the way, are democratically led, as is Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, we can't 
as a state, we can't afford Stacey Abrams, the idiot with her foot in her mouth all the time. Uh, she would be well served to join Biden. They would get, they would compliment each other on stupidity. We could, we'd just be perplexed as to which one our AOC, we got to throw her in and Kamala. <laughs> That's going to say, don't forget the occasional cortex. Yeah, figure out which one of them is the biggest here's, idiot. Here's what I love about Stacey Abrams. First of all, well, there's enough she other you can love a lot. She still thinks she won the governor. Yeah. She still thinks she's governor, so. You know. Well, she, you know, she is president. President yeah. of She's president the of the world, earth, isn't she? World universe. Oh, the world universe. Well, here's the problem that I see here. And this is what you don't hear in the other media stations. You don't hear the fact that if you take the police out of the neighborhoods, it's going to affect the minority neighborhoods the most. That's where your crime is. And if you look at any statistics as to where they put the police, it's usually not in, let's say, oh, I don't know, uh, what's the what's that fancy place up north over there? Buckhead? Buckhead, they don't yeah. really have They don't really have a huge police force in Buckhead. Uh, no, but they have their private protection. Correct. And, uh, you know, like you said, they don't have, you know, it's like, uh, one night, uh, about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, my alarm went off. My home alarm went off, and I thought, oh, geez, what, you know, what the hell? And what knucklehead's uh, coming to get shot now? Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I, the my monitoring system called and said it was my basement door, and I thought, well, that's a logical place for somebody to break in. Do you want me to call the police? Yes, get them over here. And uh, tell them that uh, I am armed and that uh, I will meet them at the front door. And so, you know, within literally this, uh, I lived in a very nice area, and uh, the police were there within 30 seconds to a minute. And uh, this young man, the cop that showed up, I met him at the door, and uh, we went down to the basement. I was following him at a at a, a good pace behind him. I wasn't going to jump into the basement. But anyway, <laughs> we went down, and, you know, just uh, some way the door had jarred, and uh, the screen door or the storm door was still locked, and uh, it had just opened enough that it it broke the magnet you know or not broke it but just the connection magnetic seal yeah and uh it had gone off and so he and i got to talking after that excitement was over and everything was again secured and he said you know anybody that's a robber they're not too smart to begin with but they're smart enough to know that if you have a sign in your front yard protected by whatever surface it happens to be and plus the fact that most of these guys know that if you live in this area chances are pretty damn good that you have a weapon of some sort and will be glad to meet them and compromise right after you call the police that you just shot somebody and uh in new york we bring out our rubber bands yeah and, uh, you know, he said, you really, it's not as big an issue. And he said, 
by the way, our precinct takes very seriously this whole area, and we're only a few seconds away, which they literally are in that area. And where I live now, they're only they're probably within 30, 45 seconds of getting to my home. And, Not uh, bad at all. Yeah, no, and I, I don't want to test them frequently, but um, they can be there very quickly. And uh, he said, the cop was telling me, he said, these guys are not, they may be stupid for being robbers, but they're not that stupid that they want to get killed. And yeah, they're going to go to another house. Yeah, and they'll go to one that's more vulnerable and uh, uh, doesn't have a yard sign that says protected by and and doesn't uh, look like you might have a gun in it. But if and, you ask them, the best deterrent is a large dog barking. Yeah. And uh, they, they usually can hear things way before you even hear them. Oh, yeah, no question. But if you're not, I, it's not that I'm not a dog lover. It's just that I'm not a dog responder. And It's a, it's a huge responsibility. Yeah, and, uh, it's like having I, another kid. Yeah, and I don't have the time to uh, do all that stuff. And uh, anyway, we won't get into that. But uh, so What I did want to talk about today... The point of my story is, before you get going, is that Stacey Abrams wants to defund the police of all the stupid things. Besides calling Atlanta the worst place or Georgia the worst place to live, she wants to defund the police. And she wants to be governor? Because she has her private security. Yeah, and it, it takes an extra two of them just to surround her. <laughs> I'll stay away from that one. <laughs> but I just wanted to to talk about a little bit today. Um, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. But we had a longer than usual rhyme time today. Um, this was a good week for rhyme time. But I can tell you, truth this is something that the Biden administration has lost complete touch with. Um, if there is somebody with a metal detector that can find truth. I suggest they go to the White House immediately. We need someone to go find the truth. I think we should put all law enforcement, all federal law enforcement should be looking for the truth because the Biden administration has lost it. You know, I usually complain about things. Excuse me a second, uh, Mark. Yes, sir. I want to point out that uh, Dr. Hal Shears did the doctor's lounge yesterday on that very subject, the truth. And who can you trust today? And there are so many lies floating around, be it about doctors, be it about court, be it about our border, be it about anything that Biden opens his mouth about. It's Chances are it's a lie and you can't trust them. So how, how important your thought is about truth and finding yeah, We it. just haven't found it. And, and that kind of rolls me into where I wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, this is July 4th weekend, as, as we officially call it, the July 4th weekend. Officially, July 4th is on Monday. Happy holiday, everybody. I hope you enjoy what's going on. Uh, shoot off the fireworks. You know, America was founded with booms. The rocket's red glare. Remember all that? You know, it's 245 years. It's about 45 years longer than most Democratic republics have lasted. So, you know, everybody is looking at this differently. For some reason this year, 
I mean, people feel miserable. People are wound too tight. I see it everywhere I go. I see it in everyone I talk to. And there's a reason that people are wound too tight and what is going on in this country. And I'm going to bring it back to a little bit on the Trump and not pointing the finger at him because he wasn't, he wasn't the guy who started this mess. And he really didn't want to sound like he was coming down hard on them. But it needed to stop. The BLM riot, the riots, burn, loot, and murder, those guys, they need to be shut down. But it was in these democratic cities. So give them some space. Oh, they'll go away. They'll just burn down a couple billion dollars worth of stuff. And then the looting started. And then we have now, they're attacking the monuments. And they tore down the monuments until Trump put into law, which you never heard about, tear down a monument, go to jail for 10 years. This is the way to handle crime. Crime and punishment. Crime without punishment I talked a little bit about last week. When you have crime without punishment, guess what? Let me guess. See everybody raise their hand? You have more crime. That's right. So what happened now? Now they attacked our monuments. They attack our history. And when I say they, I'm talking about what they call themselves the progressives. I call them the lefty loons, the wingnuts of this party of the Democrats. They're out of their minds. They don't like America and they want to destroy it. Guess what? I'm not on board with that. I am not on board with that. And neither should you be. Because this is our country. This is not their country. People like Ilhan Omar, who come from different countries, don't have that same sense of responsibility to the country. Well, let me just tell you a little bit about America here. As we come into the celebration, the Declaration of Independence was adopted on July 4th, 1776. We all know that date, right? Yeah. How many colonies were there? Ah. There were 13 colonies. Do you know what the colonies were? New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Delaware, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. You were one of the 13 original colonies. You can wear that badge with respect. You can wear that badge with respect. Here's the deal, though. Let me bring it home for you. July 2nd is actually the date when the Declaration of Independence was signed. But they didn't announce it until July 4th. And there's some interesting backstories. You know, what we had is... There were, uh, uh, gosh, I forget his name off the top of my head, basically. He basically, at one of the signers, he turned around. His name escapes me immediately right now, but I will remember his name in a few seconds. But he refused to celebrate anything on the 4th. It was, actually, it was John Trumbull. That was his name. He wanted to sign on. He wanted everything to be on the 2nd. And because that's when it was actually formally signed. So what you have, that was the declaration. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union. Remember, we went through that. But here's the question. What did that mean to us? What did that mean to 13 colonies? Because at that point in time, we decided after the taxation, the crown was in debt after the French and Indian War. So it started taxing the American colonies to increase its revenues. There was, uh, there was the Stamp Act, there was the Townsend Act, uh, there was the Tea Act, Boston Tea Party, remember that? Forced the colonists to pay more money to Great Britain. 
even though the colonies had no say in the crown's policies. And what did that become? Remember that famous words? This became known as taxation without representation and quickly became a heated pillar in the foundation of the American Revolution. If you don't have a say in your government, you're going to be really pissed off, really ticked off. So what happened? So we decided we're done. We went, we threw the tea into the harbor. Remember the Boston Tea Party? And tensions exploded in and about April 1775 when the Battle of Lexington and Concord broke out in that famous place of Massachusetts as the British forces attempted to confiscate weapons from the colonists. Pay attention, folks. As the British forces attempted to confiscate weapons from the colonists. Guess why? Because an unarmed population is an undefended population. And you know what? Our founders understood this and they knew this. And that's why they put that Second Amendment in there. And you know what? You know why it was after the first? Because the freedom of speech is paramount to be protected by the Second Amendment. You want a population that is well-armed. And why? Because you want the government to represent the population. Not for them to be the crown. And that's where we're going right now. We need to turn this ship around. This is outrageous what's going on right now. But, like I said, the fourth was a happy time. It was a time when we said enough is enough. So what happened on the second is everybody signed the Declaration of Independence. And you know that document was handwritten. It took them 15 days, I believe, to write that document. And if you've never seen it, go online. I know everybody is not going to go to Philadelphia, is not going to go to Washington, but go see it. Go see and get a feeling for what America is. Get a feeling for how America came to be. Take pride in what America is. America is a phenomenal, a phenomenal occurrence. It's a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence. And we take this gift for granted every single day. We don't remember what we did we don't remember how much we came through. We just look at these little idiots who are running around Washington now. AOC. Her accomplishment in the world before she became a barista was nothing. And then all of a sudden she's a congresswoman. Let me tell you something, and I know I'm going to take a lot what a sexist would say, as Greg Gutfeld says. If she wasn't good looking, she wouldn't even be anywhere. She'd still be working at Starbucks. And I, and I mean that with all due respect for her. There's not a lot of respect, trust me. She doesn't have a brain to pick a fight with somebody. You know, I never would have picked a fight with her because I never fight. I never pick a battle of wits with her, I should say, because I would never fight with someone who's unarmed. <laughs> it's just, it's incredible to me, the, the stuff that comes out of her mouth. She said the other day, I heard she was on some show. Again, she's doing all the night shows. She says the Supreme Court overstepped its jurisdiction. This is the people you guys put in on the Democratic side of your party. She was elected by you guys. You put her in office, and she thinks the Supreme Court overstepped its jurisdiction. You know, I, you, know you can't get any dumber. Well, you can, but unfortunately, we have most of them in Congress and the Senate these days. And the White House. Yeah, the White House. I, 
he's not in the White House, so that's okay. He's in Delaware most of the time. Mark, I, 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 I've got to interrupt a second, and you and I talked about this a little bit. Uh, I don't think you watched Jesse Waters last night. Is that correct? No. Okay. He had – it wasn't Jesse. It was someone else. Uh, man on the street, you know, and ah. I almost sat there crying because it was pitiful, absolutely pitiful, because the people that were being interviewed have gotten what they deserve, and unfortunately it affects you and me as well. And that's idiots in the White House, idiots in the administration, and idiots in Congress. But when you ask someone just a minute ago, you ask, can you name the 13 colonies? Well, one, they you could ask them, Initially, how many colonies were there? And then it's because they're teaching that you're a white racist, you're an oppressor. It's the blacks against the whites, the Asians against the blacks, the blacks against everybody. It, it's this everybody pick them apart. Let me go on. And they uh, what? Oh, if you ask them, what are the three branches of government? They could they have no clue. They don't realize it's the executive, the legislative, and the court, the Supreme Court. And if and, you went any deeper, they wouldn't even understand what the function of each branch is. Oh, well, you wouldn't even want to ask him that. You'd embarrass him. But beyond that, he asked, well, how many judges are on the Supreme Court? Now, what one branch of the government has been in the news every day this week? Ah, you want them to wake up? Heaven no. forbid. And these people, he asked, I'm sorry, I can't remember. I, I, I was just so upset. But whether it was four people or five people or six people, a mixture of men and women, young and not so old, but uh, maybe late 30s, early 40s was the limit. But he asked them. How many judges are on the Supreme Court? They had no clue. no clue, none whatsoever. They could no, well, they if, wouldn't even take a, a wild ass. By guess. the end of the Biden administration, there may be three hundred on the Supreme Court. Well, that's true too. But that uh, you know, I, I just you know, it, it, I kept thinking the whole time that I was watching, they are making us pay for what they did, you know, and what they've done. And if we don't get back to teaching, like the old saying, you know, if you don't study history, you're doomed to repeat it. And we're repeating it. And we're, we're, we're doomed, and we're doomed as right now, if we don't do something in this upcoming election, this country is over. You are going to splinter the country. You're going to have New York and California in their own world. And you're going to have the middle of the country. And maybe Florida joins, maybe Florida doesn't join the United States, the second United States. You know, Mark, i got to ask you something, too. And this was another one of my observations as of the last few days. And, and it kills me. Quite frankly, it kills me. Our Supreme Court right now is basically made up of conservatives. Would you agree? It's a conservative balance. 
Six to three, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, except Roberts is kind of well, the... Well, we don't know where that wishy-washy is. Yeah, but he's as wishy-washy me, as a feather in the wind. Let me, let me back up a second, because this is what really scares me. We know what the Democrats are doing in trying to split our company, our country, between Black Lives Matter and and the border situation, and on and on, and the gas situation, inflation, and this is all basically the administration, the executive branch, and the Democrats, progressives, or whatever you want to call them trying to split our country, and they're doing a pretty damn good job of it. Now, what scared me was, here comes the Supreme Court, not totally, well, not totally at all, made up of conservatives, but most of them were appointed by Republicans, our Republican President Trump, and yet... What issue has been brought up that is splitting us in every direction possibly, and that's the Roe versus Wade decision to uh, kick it out. And yet it's just more splitting, and it's more splitting where? It's splitting in the churches. It's splitting in every point of society and then, then you look at the idiot how many how many judges are on the Supreme Court I don't know, you know. but it's, here's it's, the problem it's, it's like well, wait a second it's like the Democrats and the Republicans are both working towards splitting our country one way or the other when you take people and you pick them apart by ethnicity or by party it's the divide and conquer. It's the rules of war. Divide and conquer the enemy. The normal people in this country are the enemy. They're the enemy of the left because we recognize the lunacy of what the left wants. There's no socialist country in the world that has ever worked. And the other thing is Margaret Thatcher made a, a great point. Prime Minister of Britain. She made a great point. She said, what do you do when you run out of other people's money? Because that's what they're doing right now. They're out of money. They are out of money. And I've and I got to tell you, going back to July 4th, there were 13 colonies that came together and understood what it is. There is strength in numbers. You can't be a divided country like we are. We usually govern from the middle. For some reason, since Obama, the left has been out of touch with the rest of reality. You have people like Elizabeth Warren, packed the Supreme Court. She, gosh, you know, she has aspirations of being intelligent, which she'll never reach. But the bottom line is, when you say pack the Supreme Court, you're missing the point. The Supreme Court is the referee between the legislative and the executive branch. They're supposed to call it straight shots. And you see... Even, you look at, you know, they yelled and screamed about Kavanaugh, oh my God, the guy, what they did to him, oh, by the way, congratulations to Katanji Brown-Jackson, the new Supreme Court Justice, she was sworn in yesterday, and let's hope that she does not continue on her path of lefty lunacy. Let's hope that maybe, because what's interesting is, conservatives that get on the court, they become lefty loons. Look at Roberts. 
He was a conservative when he was appointed, and somehow he went left loon. So I'm hoping maybe Ketanji Brown proves everybody that couldn't stand her wrong. But I'm not really optimistic here. But you know what? There's always a chance. Maybe she gets on the bench and she says, you know what? Now I can do what needs to be done. Let me see. Because she couldn't define who a woman was. Maybe she can grow a set and make the Supreme Court what it's supposed to be, which is the non-political branch of the government. May I, may I uh, again, interrupt for a second? Because I, I want to clarify something that you just said a, a minute ago, that the Supreme Court... You're in big trouble. You, know? <laughs> you just stepped in it, and now you're walking No, I'm on the uh, edge. You said that the Supreme Court is the referee. I never looked at them like the referee. I, look, I always looked at the Supreme Court as the interpreter. Where am I wrong? Well, as a referee, you have to interpret the law. You have to say, listen, this is the way it's written. What was the intention? Then apply it to the facts. Every case is different, factually. But here's what the Supreme Court is different about. And this is why, honestly, after practicing 35 years in the legal profession, I can tell yeah. you... You think you'll ever get it right? And have- no. Oh, okay. No. There's a gray area everywhere this year. But what the Supreme Court is supposed to do is give guidance to other courts... So they don't continue to have the same cases come up and up and up and up. And by the way, the cases that are being decided now started four or five years ago, and maybe more. And they they mold their they, they kind of crawl their way through the system and the appellate process. And it just gets to the point where most people just give up. Most people just say, you know what, it's not worth the time, effort, and energy. And other people that's why these big guys like the ACLU that used to have a you know used to have some brain trust over there they also have gone completely lefty loon but they used to actually step up and take the position that was correct now they just take a position that's left doesn't matter <laughs> but the point being that this whole thing started with 13 little colonies that's it just 13 little colonies it, it roughly, you're ready if there was an estimated 2.5 million settlers lived in the 13 colonies. 2.5 million. Okay? In New York City, this week, their court threw out the fact that the legislator in New York City was letting 800,000 illegal aliens in New York City vote in the elections, in local elections. Are you kidding me? So what is the benefit of becoming an American citizen? We're going to talk about that right after this break. We'll come right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality. So right before the break, we were talking about the Founding Fathers again. And I keep bouncing back to that because it is the July 4th weekend. 
And when you replay this, you're going to say, huh, it's July? It's going to be in October. But the 13 colonies had 2.5 million people in it. Think about it. Look at where we've come. Look at where we've come. And we expect with the quality of the people that we hire for our president and for our Congress and for our senators that we're going to get that same involvement, that same intelligence, that same brilliance as demonstrated by the founding fathers. And some of them became the presidents after. But I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened in this country. We, are we voting for the guy with the biggest sign? Are we voting for the guy with the most signs? Or are we just voting because we recognize a name somewhere? It just doesn't make sense. You know, you have people like George Soros putting millions and millions and hundreds of millions, I believe. And guys like Mark Zuckerberg, $400 million. Who says you can't buy an election? But you know what's really interesting? The Republicans and the Democrats aren't addressing that issue. They're not addressing the root. You want to talk root causes? We're going to hit the border in a second. Let's talk root causes of corruption. When you spend, if you put on your tax return that you spent $2 million to get a job that pays you $40,000 a year, the IRS would audit you in about 30 seconds. But yet somehow or another, you can spend $100 million to get a job that pays you 174000 and that's okay. And when they started looking at that, so then they formed super PACs. So now the super PACs, they can take back in that dark money again. And they can then funnel it out to their friends and family, like AOC, like Ilhan Omar. Yeah. And we allow that. Why? Because the people who we send to represent us don't. That's the bottom line. They don't represent us. They represent themselves. And any one of them that tells you they're representing you, they didn't do squat. You know, don't buy it. So now I, I just wanted to jump on board with the border again. Uh, you know, it's getting ridiculous. It really is. It's getting absolutely absurd. I mean, I, I can't even understand at this point how we got to this point and how it got so out of control. Let me, let me just give you a, two million people have come in under Biden so far. Okay? That is the 13 colonies almost. And let's, that's not counting the 800 to 900,000 gotaways, as they call them. The people that have crossing the border without authorization and just keep going. So we are letting in, since Biden's been elected, more people than who started this country. Think about that for a second. And you want to know what the real problem is, what the real seriousness is? Two million people coming in, who's paying for it? We are. When they come into the schools and they don't speak English and the kids are here, who pays for it? There's 800,000 unaccompanied minors coming into the country. Who pays for it? We do. Mark, I uh, talked to a law enforcement, federal law enforcement friend of mine the other night for quite some time about the border. And as, you know, I knew some of it. I didn't know all of it. But as he was talking to me, he was telling me, you know, America has no idea what we're in for in the next few months. Not only, or, you know, you you just asked the question, who's paying for it? The taxpayer's paying for it. Absolutely. We're, we're paying for it in medical resources. We're paying for it with those damn 
free telephones we're giving them that they, that you know they probably trash as they yeah, go. And that's they think that's the tracking device of yeah. the nation. Uh huh. Good and, idea. You know, it just goes on and on and on. And the scary part is, we're not doing anything about the diseases that they're bringing back in and introducing back into our population that we thought were over with for many yep, years. Smallpox, polio. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, and and what he was telling me is that this is like you know the. I, I think I mentioned this last week. We were talking about the swamp, and you think of a, a closed area, but the swamp has spread out. It it may not be six feet deep or a hundred feet deep, but it's three feet deep and covering all of the nation. And just let me like just you tell were, you, let me tell you how bad America is. You want to know how bad America has gotten? You know that 16 cents that he bragged about saving us at the barbecue? Remember last year? Under me, the barbecue price went down 16 cents. Yeah, guess what? It's up over 10 bucks this year. Well, I don't hear him bragging about that right now. Here's the other thing. You want to know how bad America is? Dollar Tree now charges $1.25 for their items that are a dollar. I mean, uh, you know, it's getting ridiculous. And going back to the border for a second... Here's the, here's the real rub. Biden administration has not released official numbers of deaths since 2020, since he got in. But here's the unofficial deal. In 2020, there were 247 deaths. 2021, 566 dead. 2022, we're halfway through the year. And now there are 571 dead. In fact, last week, 53 in a tractor trailer. And that went through border, quote, security checks. I'm not blaming the Border Patrol. I'm blaming the administration. You either want to have a border or you don't want to have a border. Don't sit there and tell me that the border's closed when 2 million people are walking through. Because you know what? You're lying. You're lying out and out, and it's not even a close call. And why hasn't anybody been down there? Where's your border czar? Kamala, she's, a, she's missing an accent again. You know, the, the, one of the things that they want to do now, again, is going back, and I'm jumping all over the place. When Biden went to Madrid, Spain, for those of you who think it's Madrid, New York, no, that's Madrid, New York, Court. not Madrid. Yes, there you go. He trashed the Supreme Court. He literally trashed the Supreme Court. He called their behavior outrageous on foreign soil. When Donald Trump said something a bit out of place on foreign soil, it was 24-7 news cycle for five days. But you didn't hear a thing about Biden telling you this. But what's interesting is now he's pushing for the filibuster, blow up the filibuster. But here's what Joe says in 2005. The majority party who was trying to get rid of the, the filibuster, it would be a fundamental power grab. It would be called the arrogance of power, he called it. It was the nuclear option, and he was against it. So if you don't get your way, now you can cut out the rest of the party. You can cut out the rest of the country. Listen, you want a war in this country? You're going to get it. You are going to get it. You're pushing the people on either end of this country apart. 
And it goes to, you can't tell the truth to people. Listen, you put these policies in effect. And by the way, I want to see where the committee is on investigating Hunter Biden and the cobalt mine that he gave to China that he was instrumental in getting. Now, by the way, for those of you who are unintelligent, who don't understand batteries, cobalt is a major primary factor in making batteries for electric cars. So, hmm, let me see. His son gets involved, owns something like 20-30% of this mining company that he hooks up with China to buy it in the Congo. And now he's pushing electric vehicles like as if he was a salesman for the electric company. So, I don't know. I don't see that, you know, just I want to touch base for a second on the January 6th committee. That's not a committee. It's a lynch mob. It has nothing to do with finding out what on January 6th. If anybody listened to this Cassidy Hutchinson testify, she said basically Trump had superpowers. He would jump from the beast to the SUV that he was in, and he grabbed the steering wheel in the beast. He wasn't even in the beast. He was in the SUV. But hey, facts don't matter, right? Because it's the Biden administration. They are 100% allergic to facts. So... She was apparently, this Cassidy Hutchison was apparently their star witness for the new hearings. And I'll bet you, mark my words right now, this hearing goes all the way till September and November, right before the election. They're going to drag this garbage out because you know what? They don't have anything else. They don't have anything else. What are they going to run on? His economy? What are they going to run on? His foreign policy? How many wars has he gotten into? We're funding Ukraine. We might as well just call it the world war because it's a proxy war. This is how everything gets started. But you know what? You want to investigate January 6th? Let's do it. Let's find out what Nancy Pelosi's emails back and forth with Adam Schiff were, with Chucky Schumer, and why the 20,000 National Guard troops that Trump authorized were never called out. That was Pelosi's domain. That was her doing. Trump had nothing to do with it. So she comes in and she testifies to all these things that Trump did. She, she made him look like, you know, this is all I, all I kept hearing in the back of my mind was Russia, 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 Russia. It was like you couldn't believe it was going on again. You know, it, it's listen, you want to call a witness. And by the way, I spoke to people who knew of the Secret Service agents and they said none of this ever happened. So when are the Secret Service agents coming in? This is the great thing about this January 6th committee. They have a production company working on the video that incidentally keeps cutting out and peacefully protest when Trump gave his speech. Somehow or another, they can't seem to fit that on the screen when they give that speech. Like, I think they've played that speech eight or nine times already. It's been insane. You know, and, and Liz Cheney, oh my God, don't even get me started on her. From the hearings, the idiots, the truth, the truth, the truth. These people couldn't figure out the truth if it hit them in the head like a Mack truck. They don't know what the truth is because they're not looking for the truth. January 6th is a lynch mob. It is Benny Thompson's lynch mob. And don't anybody ever tell you anything different because I haven't heard anything except Trump, 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 Trump. Okay? You know what Trump's that? The truth. But when you're not going to hear the truth, you're going to hear all this Liz Cheney garbage. She's the token Republican, but she's not even a Republican. And let me guess, let's see, who's the other, the character, the cast of characters? 
Adam Kinziger. You know, they call it the bipartisan committee. My understanding of bipartisan means that the minority gets to choose their members. Well, no, 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 no. Nancy Pelosi appointed them. And why did he appoint them? Because Liz Cheney couldn't stand Donald Trump because Donald Trump couldn't stand her. He thought she was exactly what she was, a turncoat, liberal, flaming nutball. And she is. And she's there. And that's what she's she's given those great speeches about, oh, after time is gone, your legend will live on. Oh, give me a break. You will be renounced to the history books on the back pages as a footnote because that's what your accomplishments have been, nothing but a footnote. So we're going to hit the Supreme Court real quick. I know we're running out of time here. Supreme Court lets the stay-in-Mexico policy go bye-bye. Great idea, guys. You talk about the court. I don't agree with it, but I respect their decision. But on the other hand, they cut the wings of the EPA. And the rationale, oh, my God, the climate change people are going nuts. They are going completely crazy. What the court said is an agency, an unelected agency bureaucratic garbage cannot set policy. That's legislature. Now, those of you who don't know, you can't talk to Joe, you can't talk to Pelosi, and you can't talk to Schumer because they obviously don't understand the way the government works either. The government works the legislative branch. That's Congress and the Senate. They set the regulations, not agencies. You know, they they gave them a wiggle kind of room to give the agency the specifics of what their domain was. And then everybody was jumping on MSNBC and saying, oh, they can't figure out what the Environmental Protection Agency is. No, that doesn't make... If I call myself the Truth Bureau, that doesn't mean I'm in charge of truth. That doesn't mean I can legislate what truth is. But we try... Oh, wait, that's right. We tried that also with Mary Poppins. Forgot about that. You know, the Pelosi committee, the hanging lynch mob, it's done. It's finished. Anybody want to listen to that? Anyway, it's our time is up. We're going to wrap this up right now. And I want to wish everybody a happy 4th of July. And try to remember why we are America. Remember what America stands for. And be darn proud of it. Because I am. I love this country. And I fly my flag every single day. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.